0: If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on May eighth, twenty twenty, over on Twitch.tv/slash Focus Fire Chat. As we continue our discussion over the updated information concerning Rasputin, this particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the advanced session of the week's exploration. Congratulations to those who have signed up for a deeper dive. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew eighty six.
1: And here is the toxic, a.k.a. poisonous Le Monarch-slinging, bow-hunted Green-Eyed Music Lover. <laughs> that was amazing, and last, Green.
2: And last, but definitely
0: not least, <laughs> in the hot seat, as guest goes, we have our good friend Charm Pluto. Charm, how are
2: you doing? Hello. I'm a little on the struggle He's... bus right now, but we're going to keep on chugging we'll make it through.
1: Yeah. Coffee up. Mm-hmm. All right, so jumping back into Rasputin, do you want to start with the Seven Seraph set from this scene? Oh boy! Oh my gosh!
2: This set so, reminds oh my gosh, me yeah. this the set's lore reminds me of something ripped right out of the Halo uh, expanded universe. It, right? It, it's it's almost it almost reminds me of the scene in Ghosts of Onyx when they're underground fighting everything and mm, just stuff mm-hmm. blowing up and. It looks like they're about to lose. Then somebody blows themselves. Uh, it's crazy. If you haven't read Ghost of Onyx, go read it. Yeah,
0: it also it also had really for me it was um, very reach like yes like the whole thing with the last stand and everything like oh. I'm like and the thing the thing for me here is like the seventh seraph interestingly enough uh, for me um, was it actually didn't have a lot to do with Rasputin.
2: No, surprisingly enough, it didn't.
0: It. It had a lot to do with the traveler, and actually, mm-hmm. kind of the downside to the traveler being—I don't know—a giant celestial body suddenly jumping into an atmosphere of a planet, because you know that has a bit of repercussions.
2: Just a um, little. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just I love, I love how they finally kind of address that problem with this with this set. They're like, "Oh yeah, that causes issues." <laughs> like, yeah, mm. yeah, it does. Gravitational things are 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 a, are a big deal, um,
2: but Just like yeah, it didn't hit I, the ground.
0: I, oh my gosh! If it hit the ground, well, we'd all be then,
2: screwed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like the whole thing with with the uh, the set is like it's all about like this this one figure, this one, and I want to say he's a human because uh, he mentions like wiping sweat off his brow and stuff like that. But it's First Lieutenant Archer Vor- Voron Voronin
2: a is how i'm saying
0: that um mm-hmm. and so it's literally another slice of a picture of what was happening right as the collapse started so the the traveler ha- is in the process it's right at the end of the traveler abandoning i think it was io if i remember that off the top of my head yep
1: it's io. Um, well, last place the traveler and ever it's, touched. you get the you get a call out to titan yes being unable to be reached here yep
0: uh, like, everything is just going to hell in a handbasket, and these guys, they're they are part of the military. They're trying to load up uh, weapons, basically, and they're trying to—he mentions, like, if he drops it, it's going to be bad news for everybody in the near vicinity, which kind of points to, oh, that's explosives. Like,
2: Excuse me, Lieutenant, why are they armed? <laughs> Osha's going to have a heyday he with you when you get out of this. Think-
1: i mean osha OSHA does not care about (laughs) what is going on in this universe there's no goggles there's no hand protection they're wearing short sleeves half the time like what is going on it has been zero days since
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that that is a dynamic counter in the tower
1: oh Oh, oh, man oh
2: I don't want to guess too far off topic, but have you seen the maintenance personnel that worked on the Vex Gate during Season of the Undyne? I'm telling you, there's no Osha <laughs> in she's, Destiny. She
1: got so upset. There's n- no, uh, trust me. No cares. Trust me, I
2: did too. As someone who has to work around stuff that could jab, you, jab an eye up? out or possibly yeah. blow up right. if you don't do something right, yeah. I kind of like my PPE just throwing that out there.
1: <laughs> Personal protection. Yep. Yeah. No. Um, is there anything in these cards in particular? Because we have the chapter one, chapter two, chapter three kind of mm-hmm. thing going on in here, where you're getting descriptions done and all these different aspects, primarily kind of the collapse idea, or like the life in a citizen during what would we would assume is the collapse. At least that's what I assumed. With I the think fact that the, Titan the has the its initial, own
0: the initial moment, like that. The traveler just arrived on Earth, so the, the air quote battle has not yet begun. But that is like right, you know, right when everything's going to hell, right before the shots are fired. I think is mm-hmm. what we're seeing here. It's the kind of the way I took it.
2: I take this as right, and I be, I believe this is right at the uh, maybe the back half, not quite the end of the uh, the Kraken Mare lore book.
0: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yes. too. That's
2: where I'm. That's where I've all. I place at, at the very least the first like two or three entries, and like the traveler arrives. Krakenmare has fallen. It's been completely overrun, and, or not overrun, uh, just destroyed. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, if that if that's the case, and this is basically another venue, vignette, vignette. I don't know how we're going to say it. That gives us an a window into what was going on during the collapse during the first time this happened is it not a little concerning that we're getting the Seraph tech now in game when the pyramid dorito ships are coming for us <sighs> and we are all out of cool ranch dip oh boy
2: i i think part of the seventh serif gear not coming to us initially is because there's a a Upreach in trust between Guardians and Rasputin. Because I mean, it does seem like the seventh Seraphs worked not directly for Rasputin or worked alongside him, more like. Yeah. So like Well, the seventh Seraph
0: that... were described as like the creators of the bunkers. So like they were I kinda get the like they were like the IT support people, basically, is the feeling Which that a bone i always to pick? got
1: with them. A bone to pick with the bunkers? <laughs> Why Just Just is one? there a side where? I mean, there's a lot of bones to pick with those bunkers, why but is there a this one, uh, why? Well, not, not not even the subway. Why is there a elevator that is like one of those sideways esque ones that we make fun of during the Brachazon strike?
0: <laughs> Man, the Cabal are inefficient.
1: Inefficient. What? That's what we're jumping down. Is one of those uh, elevator shafts?
0: Well, I don't no. think the
1: Cabal are the inefficient. That's
0: no, because we we jump down the uh, it's a slope, so it's a right. it's a it would be that's a factory be the- that's a factory f- uh, front load like basically it's a, it's not a front loader but it's the factory floor to lower stuff down. It's so that they, they don't saying. have to. That's
1: but that's that's the elevator because at the bottom of it would be kind of the elevator base of it like the Brakazan that we ride up. We're just doing it in reverse. Yeah. Oh, anyway. see,
0: I don't think I don't think that was the elevator that he was talking about. Like I think
1: No, I don't think the so. The elevator either. that I
0: thought they were talking about was one that literally went from side to side. Like it literally mm. was like left the, to right. Like there was there's no the point.
2: point of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is the point there's of that? No point to that. At that, at that the point,
0: one on just, a
2: slope. At that point just the load one with the slope just yeah, it yeah. just put wheels on it. <laughs> yeah, like at that point just get a get a loader and load it up with cargo and <laughs> drive it around. That's what we do now. Man, the Cabal are inefficient. (laughs) Uh, I don't even want to get into how, like, just dumb some of the Cabal tech is. Like, some of it's just... (laughs) It's not smart. Their smartest thing was their shield in D1. That was literally the smartest thing they had. And then they downgraded that and said, Hey, here's the camera. Maybe shoot it and see what happens. (laughs) Cabal got neutered. Oh, specifically the Red Legion did.
1: Well, well yeah, I they mean, are the... No one's ever claimed that the Cabal are intelligent. Not really. Well, the, cab-
0: the Cabal were. I think the Red Legion might
1: not be. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So there's a call out that the Seven Seraphs are gone now, essentially. Yeah. The seraphs are gone now. Everything is gone. So those blades you gave the guardians belong to the seraphs. Yes, you trust them. Everything is gone. Dino puts that text in chat. There's a lot you can read into that in the fact that the seven seraphs if they are kind of the the group that helped design these different defense bunkers, which is what I would assume these are. Are th- would you say that they're defense bunkers cuz they're the way they're positioned or what do we think about that?
2: I don't necessarily think they're defense bunkers. I mean, so much as fallout shelters. Like, because the way, the way they're opened up, the way they're we you worm your way into them and how deep underground they are, you don't defend from a position like that. You hunker down and wait for the storm to pass in a position like that.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah.
1: The thing, though, if we look at the different bunkers that we know about, there's... The bunker in the EDZ. There's the bunker in Russia that we did in the Saber Strike.
2: Yeah, uh, bunker RAS-3, I believe is what it was
1: called. So there's two bunkers on Earth that we know about. There's the bunker on the moon in Archer's Line. There's the bunker on IO that is part of this event as well, which the one on IO still confuses me as far as the location of it. Moon makes somewhat a bit of sense. Io Io
2: makes no sense still, whatsoever. You would
1: I'm still trying to go. Gri- you would think
2: there would be mm. a serif bunker on Mars, if anything, because that's where I thought the third bunker well, was going to be.
1: I I mean, Mars has the base of Rasputin, though, and the uh, whole true. point of what we're doing this season is we're reconnecting Rasputin to these. And there's the other thing is, there's we're only touching three of the bunkers. There are 13. 12. Mentioned. 12. But isn't there a thirteenth one that isn't in the original listing? Yep, 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 yep. So there's thirteen possible locations to have gone mm-hmm. to. So who's to say that there isn't necessarily one on Mars, on the other side of Mars, where we did the original Mars mission in like that freehold area? Yeah. Whereas,
0: well, I mean, we and have... we know that there are facilities on Mars that we don't have access to in game because of web lore. Yeah.
1: Right. And if you look at the map inside of the bunkers, there's listings on the wall of all the different locations we have been to throughout the Destiny timeline. Whether it's, um, you have Mars, you have kind of the Saturn type thing with the dreadnought and everything there. It I wonder if those are locations of actual bunkers, possibly, because there is the... Bunker that Anna goes to, which Blue and I have discussed doing a, an entire episode on the Legacy web lores because there's a lot to unpack in there. Ah. And that second Legacy two, if I remember correctly, it's out by Saturn <clears throat> Blue or oh, Dino, the Echo. Me if I'm that's wrong on that's that the
0: Echo Project,
1: right? Yeah, but, but I wouldn't consider. One of the different bases. I was about to say
0: I wouldn't consider that a bunker necessarily,
1: but that's. But those bunkers are where she's using to upload parts of Resputin back to him, right? Like that's the whole point of and all you- these different locations—is she's gathering Rasputin's pieces and putting them back together. He is being the Osiris of War Minds at the moment.
2: We're taking fragments and putting them back together.
0: Yeah, let me go real quick. Uh, it's of out. At Uranus. Uh, ah, okay, Kalis, so even
1: further out, Calus, yeah, Calus,
0: okay. Cali, Calius Station. I mispronouncing that. Mm. Um, but this, yeah, because Echo is the contingency program, so it's not right. so much. It wasn't so much a bunker to regain portions of Rasputin as much as to, I think, understand what they were building a contingency for.
1: But the. The different things that she's uploading back to Rasputin. These are pieces that he has no longer has access. Correct. to. Correct. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I don't. Did he? Did she upload? I can't remember off the top of my head. Did she upload something from Echo? Because she. I know she sent it back to the Vanguard. i I'm scrolling
2: down. I don't. Down to the I don't remember. It. I'd have to. I'd have to read over I, it again. But that's. that's yeah.
1: All. That would be a. <laughs> That's a legacy episode question. When we get to that yeah. episode, because there's so much in that in those two web lores to unpack, it's crazy. So let's talk yeah, a she little got the bit about. Dana, that's what she did. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other aspects that we've gotten this season. Um, one of the biggest being the Warmind artifact. Ah,
2: yes. I actually saw Rhino. Kanjali. I actually saw Rhino talk about this the day it dropped, and then I mm-hmm. actually looked into it. Uh, a little bit uh, uh, kanjali are usually like ceremonial daggers they're meant to look really pretty they're not actually meant to be weapons from what I could look at like you would wear Correct. this to basically flex on somebody about how wealthy you were.
1: well there's also power in the uh, so a dagger is a focus point yes. right? There's so the a lot of these ceremonial weapons are not necessarily meant as a, just a pretty thing. They're also meant as the quote unquote metaphysical ability to direct energy or to direct purpose. So there's a little bit more symbology in that effect in the fact that we're using a Kanjali in game as our artifact. We are wielding the focus point now to try and complete this season. Mm-hmm. So to speak, yeah,
2: focal point for where to point Rasputin's weaponry at the end of all of it, right at the Almighty. If he,
1: if he cooperates, if because no, no guarantees. I mean, I
2: feel like he, the only person Rasputin even remotely listens to is Anna. So I feel like if we gave it to Anna and she pointed it at the Almighty, he'd be like, okay, that thing's I gonna mean, disappear now.
1: Does he really listen to Anna? Because Mr. I'm Supposedly Shut Off in her headset shows up randomly in one of the things, even though he was not supposed to be there.
0: (laughs) Rasputin, how long have you been here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The smell of cinnamon. I I love the synesthesia aspect of Rasputin's communication style with Anna. It just makes me so happy. But uh, let's talk about that opening cinematic for Season of the Worthy a little bit. Because we have just all the the actual aspects of the season that have happened, we where we get the idea that the Almighty is going to crash into Earth, somehow bypassing so many different things in between the sun and us.
2: Again, going back to the Red <laughs> Legion, are not smart. <sighs> Just, there are...
1: But it's working. They're lucky. they are lucky.
2: That <laughs> I, is my... for sure. There are a lot, and I mean a lot of things that should be going wrong with just putting the boosters on max, pointing it at the Earth, and full sending. You've got at least one other planet to avoid. Never mind all the gravity from those celestial bodies interacting with the Almighty. It's it's a it's a mess.
1: Oh, and I think the most. Oh, terrifying thing as far as if you're talking about the speed at which the almighty would have to travel at in order to make it to earth in the time span of this season which is what 70 it was like 74 days for this season yeah oh
2: yeah the almighty is
1: moving like that thing it is it is moving that
2: is uh that's one way of putting it
1: yeah just just a, just a bit. So at the end of that cinematic, we get that realization from Zavala that maybe we have to work with Rasputin to be, like he swallows a little bit of his own pride in it. I think with his grudge against Rasputin, and has decided that now he's begrudgingly going to go and ask. Right? Mm-hmm. Is, is it ever a from there? I'm sorry
2: interrupt hmm? is it ever established it. No, it. why uh zavala and rasputin are more or yes. less at odds i don't remember if it was
0: it was a it was go a web it, it was a web lore uh, okay. uh basically when the speaker was mia kia whatever you want to believe uh zavala got access to a lot more information than he even uh knew existed And a lot of that information contained information that we have yet to see about Rasputin. And Uh. so... It kind of, and that was kind of where at the beginning, I can't remember which season it was, but the whole thing, or I think it was Warmind, actually, when the, Zavala was like, he got really pissed and showed up at the mm-hmm. the uh, mind Ran lab. At
1: the- yeah, that's it. And he that's was like, why are you,
0: blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and he started yelling and, you know, all this stuff. And everyone, like my biggest bone to pick with that whole thing was like, how did you get here? Like, I, I like it was a very <laughs> small thing, that- but I was really, I was really confused how he did. Like got there, but like the whole thing for his like frustration with Rasputin is basically similar to Osiris. Is you know again he's not he just doesn't trust him. He just I mean, and and from Zavala's point of view, it make it actually makes sense because he's got you know the the well being of quite a few people riding on his shoulders. So dealing with something that powerful that is also that untrustworthy is probably not a comfortable position for him to be in i feel like zavala also
2: kind of sees himself in rasputin sorry to cut you off blue
0: oh no Um, no no yeah yeah
2: like he kind of sees and that's a later that's a later cut scene like he really does seem like he feels like he sees himself in rasputin he saw like they're both super afraid of failure like rasputin's not programmed to fail he is programmed to win zavala doesn't like failure in really any regard but unlike rasputin he's not willing to shrug off you know shrug off the people he's protecting just to win yeah right. he's got morality well and that's on his and
0: side. that's where that's where i was kind of drawing the connection between the two of them with the whole forsaken bit is like again you know they they both are they both have the same end goal it's just one Rasputin kind of views the end as justifying the means and Zavala says you know Zavala is kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum with the whole no you can't you know you can't sacrifice the means to like you can't do that Yeah, like there is a there is a, a reason to maintain morality um, and that's the biggest thing that I've always kind of noticed between the two of them but yes I think yes. that ultimately your you're right you know, you hit it on the head. I think the two of them are going for the same the the same conclusion. It's just the path that they're taking is right significantly different. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a good segue into what happened on Io. The cutscene we witnessed right. on Io yep. between Zavala and Rasputin, where you see Zavala basically say, "Anna, insist you understand the st- the stakes." Convince me, and then Rasputin literally. Displays a hologram of the solar system with the pyramid ships at the edge of the system, and and, show, so, and
0: then also plays back the Kraken mirror. Uh, oh, yeah. you mean audio.
1: hacks Zavala's ghost? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like he he did back. Don't don't in get me started Ariseeba on that. Yeah, don't mission.
0: get me started on that rabbit hole. That that has so many implications that make my brain that hurt.
2: And it, well, the thing is, it's not the first time that's happened.
0: Right. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like ah. the thing that I the th- uh-huh, that's huh. that that rabbit hole. I may have sent blue down that rabbit hole the other day with me with the whole It's got uh, some why does Rasputin have access yeah. to ghost it's got coding some essentially? Dangerous
0: dangerous connotations.
1: Big Brother is but always watching. anyway, launching. this is true. Um but the perfect way to do that is through tiny little cameras All over the solar system. And guess what? You have a perfect, perfect venue for that in the ghost. Anyway, going back to that cutscene, you have that ghost getting hacked and displaying, or not displaying, but playing a recording of the Mayday of the New Pacific Arcology specifically. You get Rasputin's recordings from back in the day from that whole, what did he do? I am not even paying attention to chat. Oh. Ghosts ghost
0: are Destiny's nanny cams.
1: I mean, they really are. They kind of are. They're constantly with us. They know everything you've done. They're worse than Santa. They're worse than Santa. Uh, that's the most PG version I could go with that. So be glad.
2: At the, they're like the... Uh the Woody in Toy Story when he spins his head around. We see everything! Oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Ah,
2: let's not focus on that, shall we? <laughs>
1: yep. But, so, New Pacific Arcology, the Mayday comes in, you get that kind of reveal in-game of what would be the Kraken Mare book. So, Zavala says, hey, you were there at the collapse. We're buddies now! Ah. Because... Because as far as, uh, never mind my my feelings on how Zavala made that much of a 180 that quickly based off of that one thing without having any questions about how Rasputin did that. But he comes around, and when they come, we will stand together as equals, as guardians. Because, Ras- or not Rasputin, <sighs> but Zavala loves to to make that claim, we're all guardians it's here. It's his
2: second favorite phrase. Right underneath the word indeed.
1: <laughs> I mean... Teal. Yes. Stargate. Anyway. So, from there, we are sent out into the system, and this this whole connection, are all these different connections that have been happening as we're unlocking these bunkers on the EDZ, on the moon, and on IO. You upgrade all the bunkers, you get all the little toys, you get the little bot, which...
2: I don't I know love, if you guys have named I your robot. Bot. That's what I call mine. You call, call him, him robot? robot, okay?
1: I kind of want to get a, a funny like I summon Bob <laughs> or something like that. Just something silly. Oh, you mean the heavy frames? That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I call oh, him okay. robot.
0: Yeah, I call him. Yeah. I call him so you cannon get... fodder. <laughs>
1: That's what I, used I mean. To... <laughs> he is that. He's a really good. He's distraction. A really good
0: at that. Like I'm like, go distract the two champions who are bugging me right now.
1: So, So after you upgrade that, the Seraph Tower events and everything, you're going through that. And the very first section, the first run through of those three locations were a basic Seraph Tower event where you were building the tower, right? That was the whole point of those. Uh, You were building satellites.
2: uh, Yeah. And I comment on them a lot.
1: And now with the new one. You're shooting the satellites off, correct? I, it's a launch sequence. I believe so. I haven't done a serif. Power event in a while. I think that's
0: the implied thing is because you're launching. I think like the first thing was like you're basically building staging platforms, and now you're actually mm. launching the the war sats. Uh, I mean, not not war sats, but like the whatever.
1: I the defenses. I actually because think I think
0: that's why it takes longer, yeah. right? Because it's more complicated now. Yeah.
1: I, Oh my gosh. Th- I've only completed it once.
0: Yeah, I haven't even completed it after they after the update one.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's rough. I always thought that we it's... were building the uh the
2: so called Aurora knives.
1: Mm. Well, that's the thing. Like you get the the we mentioned Legacy earlier, and one of the things called out in Legacy is when Anna approaches Uranus, let's see here. There is the <laughs> the moment where it's the o the o <laughs> f moment. Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was great.
1: Where, yeah, let's see if I can find it real quick. I pulled the Legacy Two up. Let's see here. The jump drive misalignment let's see as anna pushes on the flight stick laser fire basically everything turns from the planet <laughs> and shoots up at them laser fire <laughs>
0: it's like it's like oh they notice. but they us. are called out
1: but they are called out as war sats yeah, so that's we are when, shooting war sats into the plant out outer um because that's also satellite when, zone. uh
0: you see rasputin hacking them and taking them back because uh, Jinju fires spikes, uh, basically, informa- or not information spikes, but uh, remote access spikes. And once they hit the warsat, Rasputin is able to establish a remote connection to them and bypass their AKA, controls. A.k.a.
1: assimilate him, them into his control, Ugh. which is also terrifying.
2: Give me Rather a quickly, body. too, all I y- might add.
1: All your warsats are mine. Yeah
2: reminds me of harbinger from mass effect I'm just I'm assuming direct control <laughs> this is mine, mine now, now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez yeah
1: and there's a lot of things in this this whole assimilation the tyrant i would say that is a very apt description of mr big orange and big red russian mm. big red yeah literally who also likes using the scent of cinnamon, (laughs) Mr. Big Red.
2: It's almost like it's his favorite brand of chewing gum.
1: I mean, we're not sponsored by (laughs) them, but if you would like to, anybody from that chewing gum company. I'm not going to say no. (laughs) Right? I like Big Red. I'll chew Big Red while doing the podcast. Keep my breath fresh so it goes into your ears so smoothly.
2: (laughs) taste of cinnamon overwhelming your synapse.
0: I mean, the other the other thing too is, and this is something that I made a comment to Green about, was it, it also points to the fact that the Rasputin that we know in-game today is not the tyrant. No. Like, which you know, think about that for a second, because that is a bit of a a, a hefty realization.
1: Well, that's one of the things I kind of mentioned back before and the fact that the different points that Anna is going to to gather Rasputin to him, to gather up more of that information that reconnect all these different assets. We are building him up again to be maybe not the same tyrant he may have been back in the day, but he's going to get a lot closer to what he was than where he is now. Correct. Yeah. Let's,
2: just, let's just hope we don't reconnect that little rage problem he's got, considering the last time that they sent a uh, a team of guardians into RAS uh, into RAS three, I believe. <laughs> We've well, got their bodies I scattered mean... across the skywatch.
1: <clears throat> I mean, Iron Lord's story has its own ups and downs and ties into this season that we're not going to go super into, mainly because of spoilers. Yeah, all I say is just,
0: yeah,
2: all I say on that is just Fellwinter, my dude. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: there's. But we do get. We will get some information on that very event that you're talking about, which is mm-hmm. nice. So the thing with Rasputin having that little anger issue, the whole idea of. Him defending his different regencies or his different locations throughout the system. First, we had the—if you remember—the very first mission we did, where we connected Rasputin to everything. The array, and it was a total accident. The array, <laughs> one
2: my favorite. One of my favorite missions. It has one of the best songs in the game.
1: It does, and it also has one of the best little uh, shoot 'em up venues, basically, where it's just like things running by as you're in standing in one point. Shooting out at this—it's like a—it's like a fest like a carnival game. There we go. You're shooting the ducks. Yeah, te- put a tether the hive right in the door. And
2: watch them all run into it. Fire one round and watch them all explode.
1: It well, you didn't have that when D one dropped. Tether didn't come around until later. True, but yeah, it is a fun—it's a fun mission. But that whole. If you t- think about what he was, what we know he was back in the Iron Lords, where he basically defended his position and did not let any of the Iron Lords get near to his bunker at that point in time by either sending frames out in defense, which we're going to get more information. Have you guys seen the frames by the Seraph Tower events? Those? Have you guys seen I- those? Mm-mm.
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay, so if you activate, or if there's a Seraph Tower event activated, and it gets to a certain point, there will be two frames of Rasputins that are fighter frames. They're not Red Jacks or anything like that, that will show up randomly, and you'll see two little defense icons pop over their heads. If you help them fight their way through some enemies, they'll take you to a Rasputin node, similar to the nodes on Mars, when you had to unlock all the different nodes back in the Warmind event. You can get a tiny little um, reward for defending them. It's not a hard little thing to do. You can do it solo. But you follow them and you help them get to the Rasputin node. They're actually really, really cute and they have terrible aim. I agree Black Flag, they are worthless as far as frames Aww. go. But they are adorable and I help them out whenever I see help them. A
2: little old Rasputin because cross the firefight
1: hmm yeah, you get two uh, materials in a blue. <laughs> but yeah, stealth fiction nice. has a very good question of why are they looking for the nodes? And why are the nodes showing up and those, I have been to those locations where the nodes spawn. They're not there until that very specific event happens. So a where why are they spawning nodes in? Why is Rasputin spawning a node in? Is that how he's exerting control over the area? Is he exerting control like he did with the Vex? These are all questions that I would like to Mm. kind of throw out to the classroom.
2: I mean, given that I haven't seen these, I'm not really sure I can comment very much. But from what it sounds like, it it almost looks like a physical transfer of data. Like from whatever is going on at the tower at the time of building the, the, the Aurora knife, the satellite, whatever we want to call it. And mm-hmm. those two frames taking this information, physically carrying it from the tower to this node to then get transferred back to Rasputin's main consciousness for an- for analysis, I guess. That's that's kind of how I'm seeing it.
1: it I mean, it could be that. Uh, they do not spawn directly on the tower event. They're nearby the tower event when they they come into play. And they're generally in the line of where a series of normal spawns for the tower event goes down. Um, the one in the EDZ is the easiest to spot, I think, mm-hmm. at least. So when you're doing the Seraph Tower event, you'll see if you look up to where Zur is, where that fallen skiff yep. is in the, that area, you'll see the two um, frames on the bridge where the pikes normally spawn for that area.
2: Huh. I'll have to head that way so some, those, at some point and check that out.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a fun little little Easter egg, almost, for that event. But those happen, so Rasputin, going back to Rasputin being evil with the whole SIVA thing back in the day, Rasputin had sent out those frames, then Rasputin basically tr- threw everything he could at the Iron Lords to try to stop them, which at the time sounded super impressive, but also it seemed a little weak compared to what we know Rasputin could do. <laughs> But yet to remember he was really crippled at that point in time. He didn't have access to a whole lot of things. He was just trying to drop war sats on us all the time. <sighs> he couldn't throw the Aurora knives. He couldn't shoot things at us. He just tried to drop the satellite on top of our heads. He got Wei Ning. Uh, yeah. He yeah.
2: got me a couple of times. But
1: that was... He was really mad at her. She <laughs> punched the anomaly. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> it's just oh, still I, one of my I, favorite I things. forgot about that card. Uh, was that in, was that in a card or was that just
0: yeah it's the i think it's the anomaly card if i remember
2: oh right oh god <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> bit of a beeline from orbit boom
0: <laughs> one guardian punched it
2: what happened uh, what happened to them
1: war sat on her. <laughs> oh man uh but anyway, Rasputin has been scary. So he was super not powered then, and was still able to, in some ways, defend himself. I still want an explanation of what happened within the Iron Tomb.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I interpreted in that section, that cutscene specifically for for our new letters out there. There's a cutscene that kind of shows what happened in the Iron Tomb, uh, but it's it's directed and made to look like it's from Saladin's point of view, like he how he watches what happens. And, well, considering uh, what the Fallen did, the command they gave SIVA and how it just kind of exploded out of control, I kind of get the impression that they attempted to give SIVA a command and it turned on them. But then there's also cars that say that Rasputin just turned SIVA on them anyway.
0: Well, that they the the main problem with the command structure that the fallen gave them was that there was no escape path, mm-hmm. so it was a it was a continuous loop that it got locked into, which is why it backfired. I don't I wouldn't say because Siva is in and of itself not cognizant of anything. It does exactly what it's directed to do. Yeah. Like there is no uh, sentience behind Siva at all. No, not at all. It, um, Siva is.
2: It, mites that can be programmed to do a thing and they will do Correct. that thing until yeah until their command says to stop doing that thing. Consume enhance replicate right. is not is a loop.
0: Yeah. And it's it's dangerous because what happened basically was there was no there was no complexities in it, so, you know, you get infected with Siva mites and well they're gonna consume enhance replicate and that's exactly what they did. Yeah. It just you know that doesn't mean good things
2: (laughs) Means really bad things
0: so it was it was that was more of the whole thing now that being said there was also there's hints and stuff that it might not have been exactly on the up and up where they got siva um and all that but as far as like the whole losing control of siva i definitely would say that was entirely on them like (laughs) That was entirely. Hey, we don't know how to program things, and oh, this sounds good. Let's not beta test it. Let's test it this in is, production.
2: Because this that is why you. Uh, this is why you don't let the three titans do the programming. Because who was?
1: It's also why you. I mean, you don't let the. Uh, what was it? A fallen? Was he a drag before he turned into Axis? I thought he was a. No, he was. Guy, he he was, was a priest, a, right? Uh, he was an archon. Yeah, he was a
0: priest. He was an archon. He's an archon priest. He was a disillusioned why- archon.
1: That's why you don't let them do that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, agreed.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was he was not happy with the servitors and he yeah.
1: Mm-mm. That's a whole
0: that's a whole episode in and of itself too.
1: Yes it is. One that I would love to be a part
2: of cuz I I consider myself a bit of a savant when it comes to the fallen. I love their I love their stories too.
0: Yeah, I mean, he yeah, Black Flags making that point. He was kind of like Fickroll in the sense that he had become disillusioned with the triumvirate of the the fallen hierarchy.
2: Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. Am and I, and then, and then gonna... yeah, and
0: then him and I think it was it's it Vox, Voxus Voxus. Vosek. Yeah, Voxic were like, oh wait, this allows us to become gods.
2: Yay! And I, don't like just, they, <laughs> I don't like the way the government was. I don't like the way it was downhill from there. I don't like the way the government is running. Just let me let me become god. <laughs> yeah, and see what happens.
0: Because that was the whole point of the um, uh, the pit fights, if I remember correctly. I can't um, remember what they were called.
1: Archon's Forge.
0: The Archon's Forge was yeah. to, to...
1: I loved those. Sorry. Every... No, no, Just no, no, yeah. sent me back.
0: Yeah, no, well, but I mean, that was the whole point was the Archon's Forge was you brought a Mite and if you proved yourself worthy, basically, you would infuse it, or the Fallen would infuse it with themselves. Yeah. And so it was like they were they were perfecting themselves via that process.
1: I uh, yeah, that was good content. I enjoyed the Archon Forges. I thought they were fun. Anyway, as far as lore goes, they are also kind of neat. Yeah.
2: hmm That also, and we also that was also
0: Crucible. That was also when we got the first hints of the um Ghost Network, if I remember correctly because that was uh, Link, I want to say, the unpaired ghost who got caught oh, in the Archon right. Forge. That was when we dropped yeah I forgot it. about yeah, that he guy. Was, I think that's when he got caught or whatever. Interesting. Okay, cool.
2: I feel like we have kind of tucked ourselves into a little bit of a rabbit hole. It happens. How so? Eh, just going from Rasputin to SIVA, now just talking about the SIVA crisis, well, but eh.
1: SIVA is a major part of... Clovis Bray Tech, and Rasputin having access to it has always been kind of a interesting paradigm because if the Fallen were able to create something so ridiculous as access and whatnot with the little ability that they have. The fact that Rasputin has access to it and has had access to it for many, many years, apparently maybe not the ability to control it. So refined, I guess, I don't know. Why hasn't he used that? Was he just trying to hide that ability? Like there's a lot of different things that with Rasputin and Siva in there. And even now, 'Cause you know he still has access to it. He's had access this entire time.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. Something about an something about an AI with with zero morality in control of a bunch of nanites that can literally do whatever he says on command. It's a bit mm. But
0: I think it's how also do you think it's we also get a the res- heavy frames. Yeah, yeah I true. think it's also how do you a think resource we get the frames. It's a resource management tool yeah. too, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think Siva is a heavy is a <laughs> it's a it's a resource hog yeah. because it has it has to be constantly monitored to allow for you know the control and everything like that and so, if Rasputin's in, in the process of doing other things, that's probably it's probably not anything nefarious, other than the fact that he's like, I don't have enough resources to dedicate to you know keeping these little things in control, or you which know, which is
1: why he's using us to keep correct. the enemies off of them while he's trying to build the war set or while he's building the other things. We are literally the distraction, so he can do it. For
2: all, yep. For all his might uh, and intellectual prowess, he does still need a, a good distraction.
0: mm Hmm. Well, and All it's also it's also just again resource efficiency. Why waste resources on creating a distraction if you can get a distraction for basically free? Yep.
2: Hey, Anna. And, and that's <laughs> at
0: least that's the way I yeah that's basically the way I feel about it. Is like it's it's literally just the computer being like, oh nope, I don't need to I don't need to utilize those resources. I can free them up to make this that much faster. Yeah.
1: So. We could say we are Rasputin's
0: with- antivirus software. <laughs> I,
1: mean, we, I, mean, I mean,
0: you're not wrong, Black Flag. Of- it's it's kind of uh, it's not you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all.
1: And just like any antivirus software, sometimes it just doesn't seem to work. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Looking at you, blueberries. But, uh- <laughs> Some as far as and a question that was asked in chat about whether or not we'll actually see SIVA again, I do not think we're going to see SIVA in the same capacity, but we do see SIVA already with the way that Resputin is able to create not only the heavy frames, but also things like the javelin itself, which seems to be a form, mm-hmm. an energized, weaponized form of SIVA itself.
0: It does have the aesthetic similarities to it.
2: It does. Mm-hmm. I kind of also see it as like a mini like and the only reason I say this is because we don't really know what a real Aurora knife looks like but I feel like the the Valkyrie is like a small scale like personal sized Aurora knife this weapon that when overcharged could take down a worm god at one point I can see that
1: I th- mm-hmm. so one final thing I want to talk about Rasputin which is one of the newer things we talked about a tiny bit was the way that Rasputin actually communicates with Anna, Uh which I find fascinating in so much as Anna apparently understands Russian for one. We've had a few instances where he's communicated. It seems like that with her, but more often rather than speaking in his lovely robot Rasputin voice, he uses things like color and scent to make note of things he is approving of or disproving of and stuff like that. Blue, any any thoughts on this method? Um, Charmed or it blue? It
0: actually has some very dark connotations to me because um, one of the ways that you can you can create that effect is by manipulating uh, synapsis firing. The brain. And mm-hmm. there's already I already have a problem with the way that ghosts interact with guardians and if the ghosts can interact with guardians that way and then you have Rasputin interacting with ghosts, it's not a huge jump to kind of see a slippery slope there. Is, yeah.
1: um, He's not just interacting with ghosts that way. He's interacting with Anna that way. No, but that's directly. my point.
0: If a ghost has a telepathic connection to the Guardian, and then Rasputin can control ghosts, it's it's a bridge, mm-hmm. right? It's, and it's, it's and not that's one. It's not it's not, not, direct, it's not necessarily direct, but for all intents and purposes, it could be. Yeah. It could it, it could sorry it could appear to be direct mm-hmm. because if he's using the ghost as a proxy connection, similar to the way that he took over the war mines if he's using the ghost as a uh, a remote uh spike to the guardian you know there there's a lot of there's a lot of potentiality there for some very interesting developments as far as the story of what a guardian is what a ghost is mm-hmm. um you know which is something that we still don't really have an answer to um so
1: not in the grander scheme no. of things. Obviously, as far as the game mechanics, we know what ghosts are. They're door openers. Yeah. And backpacks. Oh, no, they live in your no, they backpack.
0: Hide. No, they hide. They, yeah, they hide in your backpack. You didn't do anything. The but captain did everything. You hid in his backpack.
1: <laughs> or but they are also able to pull out all the different items. for that
2: same strike, I am never leaving your backpack again.
1: Back again. <laughs> I love that strike. I think that part is funny. There's Shake also on the web! The, Shake uh, on the web! <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's also the shank, the uh, Saber 2 strike from D1, where he's like, I want to get a bigger shell! So I was like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, that would be terrifying. I'm glad we have not had that happen. I like Of all of the conversations we've had about the ghost design in the game, just from a aesthetic pr- preference and whatnot, could you imagine flying around with a shank-sized ghost? I wouldn't fly around. And everybody's shooting at it. Like, the ghost comes out, your own teammate's gonna shoot at it. Like, screw- no, you do not need to be like, 12 times at, bigger. You just at that don't. Point, but he, Green, wants the, he wants the hardware At, <laughs> Green, at that
2: oh. At that point, Green, I'm saying, screw my sparrow, I'll just ride ghosts uh, in battle. Yeah,
1: he's got it's, guns it's, now. It's, <laughs> Weed your cane going through the uh, <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> prison of elders.
2: Exactly. How is that not amazing? Oh
1: my oh my God, that might be the
2: Titan in me talking. Oh
1: man. Okay, so th- we're probably in agreement that the idea that Rasputin has these conversations via possible synapses manipulation is cause for concern yeah I mean
0: I I think I think it's and it could it could be nothing more than just a clever way of you know writing the a different way of communication because you know Rasputin doesn't have the most pleasant voices um, even when he's happy apparently and so like I I do want to yeah I do want to temper my statement there being that is my own paranoia kind of flooding into the situation because that's where my brain kind of just immediately jumps to. Um, there's not, like... There's not a lot of evidence showing, oh, yeah, no, he's taking over, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's not what I'm saying at all. There's there's very little evidence that we have that. Of course, there's very little evidence that that's not the situation. So, you know, take that how you will. Um, but I do, I do think that it's an interesting little tidbit um, because... Of just the way that we have seen Rasputin interact with ghosts, we have seen Rasputin interact with guardians, um, and Ra- and Anna, you know, for for all sakes and purposes, for all intents and purposes, really, Anna is. I, I like her character, but one of her big flaws is that she is blind to the fact that Rasputin might not be telling her everything. Like she, she trusts Rasputin, I think more than she should implicitly,
1: almost. Yeah. yeah, and
0: and I think and the and the the tempering fact to that being, you know, oh well, that's because blah 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 is because it's being manipulated. Is the fact that Zavala doesn't like the fact that the guardians have very disparate reactions to Rasputin. I think is actually a case or a tick against you know any manipul- any mental manipulation shenanigans going on. Um, mm-hmm. Not to say that it's not possible, but that it's not as widespread. Um, but I think that if there is a flaw in Anna's character, it is that she is too trusting of Rasputin. Uh she
1: flaw being just a not, not uh, like we're dogging on the writers, more of flaws. And this is a written no, character no, 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 no. yeah. This is this, this is, is an intentional,
0: this is an intentional character flaw. Like, I, I don't no, 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 Correct. sorry, sorry, yes, thank like, you. Green. This is that is not that is not an oversight. That is, I think, an intentional, and I, I appreciate it because I think that's where you see the difference between her and Zavala really come through. And I agree with you, Green, that. The 180 that Zavala seems to do there with the bunker, I, I kind of, I, I it mean, seems like, a
1: little out of character. It seems
0: out of character. I'm hoping that we get clarification on maybe something that happened before he, because if I remember right, we didn't really get an indication of why he was even there.
2: No, we did not. The like last, he just
0: showed up, right?
1: Like he, like I'm not, I'm not. Mm,
2: so the first bunker in the EDZ when you unlocked it at the beginning of the season you had both
1: We open it yeah. with him and Yeah Anna. with
2: him and Anna. Right. They, and
0: he gives us and he gives us an increased authority over that bunker because I remember that was one of the dialogues that I was diving through, looking for. Here is like he gives us he gives us basically unparalleled authorization for the EDZ bunker. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him ever weighing in on the the lunar bunker or the IO bunker. No,
2: he which the he, IO bunker,
0: I'm like, all right, whatever. He shows up. I get that.
2: Yeah, the Lunar Bunker, the only person you meet there is Anna, and she's really not happy with the hive that are in there, and delivers one of the sickest Blade Barrages I have ever seen. <laughs> Literally I just... I, I can't remember what she yells. I, does she yell, like, go home or get out of here or something <laughs> like that? Get out! I think it was get out. Yeah, just yeah. get out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, mmm. I felt that, and you know, I just walked into the room. The thing that... And I can, I, I could see a story reason why Zavala shows up on Io. is And it's exactly what you guys were describing. Both Zavala and Anna show up at the EDC. Then we get Anna alone on the moon. And what's to say that Zavala and Anna basically didn't split up and have been right. bouncing all over yeah. the system opening these different things up? Well, and it's not that like that Zavala said, doesn't
0: have other things to do.
1: Correct. But he shows up on Io. He has this interaction with Rasputin and becomes incredibly disturbed by it, basically forces us to go through the rest of the bunker, which, if I remember correctly, the bunker was cleared. There was nothing in there after that point. So either Zavala already did it, And we were just catching him as he was leaving and having this conversation with Rasputin or there was nothing actually in there. And by us unlocking the bunker gave access to the bad guys. I still have a bone to pick on how the bad guys are getting into these bunkers.
0: As Black Flag says, we're Windows Defender.
2: You're defended.
0: Nope, <laughs> nope, nope.
2: nope.
1: <laughs> hey, hey guys, maybe no,
2: we should it's, close the it... door on the way out.
1: <laughs> well, but here's the thing, here's the thing. It's a resource thing. It's a resource a hundred percent is because you can buy you can buy chips that say the bunker will stay oh, cleared that's for, right, this yeah, that's or clear for this right week. Now. You are buying you are forcing Resputin to clean up his own mess if you buy those, but you have to spend resources to do it. It is literally a resource management. So thing. in this situation, he is we're using the, us as free we're, labor.
0: We're the parents, and we're picking up his room for free.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a hundred percent. We are cleaning up his grody, <laughs> sand-ridden, hive-infested, oh overgrown plants. I there's this. a coffee cup that's in every single bunker on the left side of the bunker. If you're facing in towards the control box, every single one of them has the same coffee cup. Yep,
0: I want that. coffee That cup. is
1: gross. It's I've gross. I've never noticed no, I mean, that.
0: Correct. Yeah, but there's. It's yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that. I can't get it out of my head now. So, oh god! That implies that Rasputin 11, drinks season coffee. Season eleven. Season of the divorce.
0: Who gets the kid, Rasputin?
1: Oh, I don't want I him. Don't, I sure as hell don't want him. <laughs> I love your Rasputin. Yep.
0: No. There's a precious fish I go say hello to every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. you know what? All, all, all jokes aside, I really do love the environment. Artist. For putting in those little things, because yes! that is just is one of here? the joys. Yeah, that is just one of the joys the of doing that stuff. Like, just oh my god, the coffee the cups, frogs on
1: Nessus. The, fro-
0: the, the 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 yeah, the frogs and the beetles. Right? Isn't isn't aren't they beetles that are on There's Nessus?
1: Beetles. Yeah, I think so. And then if you are in the EDZ, there are fishes all over the place. Yep. Um, there's fishes on the Crucible map, the Fortress. There's a little which uh, vex I have ducks. been killed at multiple times. Are the vex ducks still on Pantheon? Lur- Lord... Yes. Yes. Those no. Are... Maybe. Okay, I'll have to go. I, don't back. Know I was anymore. just playing
0: on that map, so I'll have to see if we can go back. But I know in D1 they had the vex ducks. They were like the best things ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Cats. Oh oy, yeah.
0: Oy, oy. Oh yeah, the cats. But- yeah. Like I just I love I I do have to mm, 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 kind of. My concluding remark is, as much as I love ragging on little things, it's also the little things that I absolutely
2: love. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. It's just funny. I I just use the coffee cup as a way to say that he has not cleaned up his dishes in hundreds of years. (laughs) I don't
2: want to know... Young man, you are... I don't want to know what thing or things may or may not live in that grody coffee cup now. (laughs) you' gonna, you're gonna pick it up turn it upside down there's a new species sitting
1: there <laughs> you'll just it's have foe and diem show up randomly It's the Calvin and Hobbes
0: thing <laughs> with the dinner that's always trying to eat him before he can eat it
1: <laughs> oh God oh man
0: oh. <sighs> so in conclusion, Rasputin is a moody teenager
1: who won't clean up his who room won't clean up his room unless you pay him
2: His dad is Zavala. And his mom is Anna Bray.
1: And his dad does not approve nope. <laughs> unless he really, really needs something. <laughs>
2: dad always says, "Indeed." <laughs> says it way too much. Uh,
1: oh
0: boy. Uh, so shout outs.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, before I laugh myself into a coma. Oh, oh, geez, where, where is it? Where is it on my notes? There's my shout out page. Um, so I got two shout outs. So. So the first um is gonna be WTF Game Nation. They took me through some mm-hmm. of my first raids uh ever. Ended up actually getting me Anarchy. Uh, so, there was there was someone in our team who that's all they've been grinding for. I had never done Scourge of the Past before this now, and this was my first time. And I walk over to the chest at the end of the thing and pulled out an Anarchy. I was the only one that got it. And all I nice. all I remember hearing in the discord was fist slamming into keyboards <laughs> oh,
1: no
0: yeah.
2: like i was you like know i'm that's sorry that's a good that's
0: a good raid when someone breaks something <laughs> i
2: heard fists on keyboards and like it's like no. vault
0: of glass all over again
2: no but for Eat. real though they're super good to- toast and peanut uh do some amazing work they know they know the raids really well. They do Sherpa carries all the time. And they're not the kind of Sherpa that'll be like, all right, you just kill stuff, we'll actually do the mechanics. No, they they will do trial by fire. You will learn the mechanics by the time you are done with the raid. And it's nice. it's, it's really it's really awesome. And then my last, my final shout-out is going to go uh, to the AMC mod team, the Admiral incognito mod team and admins you guys are awesome i miss playing destiny with you guys and hopefully at some point we can act when my work schedule isn't crazy or you know maybe when we're not in uh, a weird quarantine where my sleep schedule is all over the place do mm-hmm. something do uh play some destiny again or even jackbox i'd take jackbox at this point i miss you guys
1: jackbox is fun it's a good one
2: and that's my shout outs
1: nice Nice. So, my shout outs is a shout outs to the future listeners of this. It's going to take a few weeks, I think, before Blue and I are super comfortable thinking that this is not getting released immediately after we record it, essentially. Uh-huh. It's going to take a few weeks, so it's going to be patient with us. So, shout-outs to you guys for continuing to be patient as we can grow and expand and we figure out how best to make this show work for you guys and for us. So it's a shout out to you guys on that. That being said, next time you hear from us, you will be listening to us and Hey, I'm dead again or cam about the state of the Vanguard. So look in your podcast downloading abilities, applications, words are hard, for that when it comes out. Blue, shout-outs for you?
0: Uh, no, really just another big thank you to everyone who has helped out with getting the dialogue redesign uh, up and running. Uh, we, I know there's a couple of people who have asked for a couple of specific people to come up next. Uh, if you have a request of someone or a specific character uh, that you want to get in there, please just message us whether that's on twitter discord email use the contact uh form on the website whatever whatever makes or whatever is easiest for you uh just so i can put them on a put them on a list and so i know what what will make you guys what what will actually be helpful to everyone um but again just a big shout out to everyone who has helped out with that That's a it's a been a bit of a bit of a labor of love if you will But uh, And then, as always, I wanted to thank you for your time, and until next time, remember, with wisdom we conquer, stand strong, stand tall, and keep exploring. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash Chat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelornetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright.